Well, Rowie, the UEFA Champions League begins again. We yep. don't know it's a long process, but we've got to get through it, mate. It's all on stand sport. All the UEFA Champions League uh, games are. And we've got uh, our own little legend, Craig Foster, on the line. G'day, mate. Hi, guys. Always good to talk to you. Yeah, uh, some big games coming up for some of the clubs, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, you know, Champions League is back in full swing now. We're going into match day three. This is when it gets serious. Uh, one of the ones that uh, many people in Australia, many fans will be looking towards, of course, is uh, Manchester United. Yeah. They're playing uh, tomorrow morning against Copenhagen, the Danish team at home. And, of course, they've lost uh, their two first games, 4-3, and what was a pretty cracking game against Bayern. But the second one against Galatasaray, wow, that was a real surprise. So they've got match day three and four now. The next two games are always against the same team in the crossover of the group. Uh, onto the back end. So they need six uh, points against Copenhagen for sure. So tomorrow for, for United fans is a big one. And, of course, we've got all the big teams playing. Uh, you know, Barcelona are playing Shakhtar. Uh, and we've got uh, tomorrow morning's game, Sevilla-Arsenal, which is going to be great. And uh, PSG-Milan. Gee, the, the games just keep getting bigger and bigger. That, <laughs> that's unreal. Yeah, well, PSG uh, are struggling a little bit this season. Of course, we've got Luis Enrique, the, the Spaniard, who had the Spanish national team they underperformed, actually, in Qatar World Cup late last year. Um, former Champions League winner with um, Barca, so, you know, really top coach knows where he's in, but he's had a lot of trouble at PSG. Of course, Messi left, Neymar left, mm. uh, and now he's, he's brought quite a, a high number of players in and he's trying to implement a new style. So they lost their last game um, at St. James's Park against Newcastle United 4-1, which was just incredible. It doesn't happen, you know, when you've got mm. the backing of the whole state of Qatar you know, for one of the biggest clubs in the world and the billions of uh, euros that they're spending. So, yeah, they'll come up against Milan, which, uh, you know, who are doing well, who are who are right at the top of Serie A alongside Inter. So the two uh, Milan teams doing well this season again, which is good. So that's going to be a cracking game. Mm. I keep forgetting Newcastle finished top four in the Premier League. They take yeah. on um, Borussia Dortmund. And, and if that's they right. win that, they could probably lock away a final 16. Yeah, I think that's right. They'll, uh, they certainly will go through, I think, the way it's looking at the moment. Um, wow. Dort- yeah, Dortmund, um, you know, are, are strong, but uh, they're sitting up the top of the Bundesliga again. But they lost the, the, the season, actually only on the last day last year. You guys remember Thomas Tuchel went back to Bayern, of course, and he's got them going well again. So Dortmund uh, at Newcastle, I'm not sure they're going to have enough to get through them. I, I do think the, the win by Newcastle United... Well, we haven't been in there for 20 years, so, you know, you can imagine mm. the fans, you know, the, the, the emotion, the passion that you saw in that stadium was quite extraordinary. But, uh, you know, PSG played a different system on that day. It was, I, I think, um, it was a perfect performance from Newcastle. This actually probably be a bit more of a, a test to see where they're at. They drew in the first match day with Milan uh, away from home. They played shocking, actually, but it was, you know, like I said, it was their first time in 20 years. So they just went away, defended held on for the draw. Then they got that win. Um, at home, really, really strong. And, you know, as you guys saw, as you say, they, they finished top four last season. Um, this season, they started really slowly. And it was like, oh, hang on a minute. What's, Eddie, what's happening with Eddie Howe here? But once they had uh, a loss early in the season, they just clicked in a gear. And now they're absolutely flying again. He's a really top-class young coach. So I expect them to probably beat Dortmund at home. Craig Foster, I guess, Stan Sport, I love the old Champions League and the uh, Europa. Foz, I, I feel like I know the world game quite well. I do love it. Yep. Um, Man City are playing the young boys. Who the hell are the young boys? <laughs> I thought they were 70 sitcom. 
Well, that that is part of it as well, yeah. But the young boys are burned from burn in Switzerland. So okay. Yeah, Did you know that, Jimmy? No, no, I didn't. No, that's a famous club, actually. But, okay. Um, they tend to go. If you remember, um, like in the well, what was it, nineties, kind of, yeah, early two thousands, because Chipperfield was still in. I think I think he was in that uh, two thousand six uh, squad that went over to Germany World Cup, and then he was certainly in South Africa. So around him. those kind of early 2000s, yep. well, he, he used to play for Basel in okay. Switzerland. Okay. And so these are the two, that's the other big club, and they're always trading the titles with the young boys between them. Uh, so young boys won it last year, they're back yeah. in here again. But this is a, this is, you know, for those type of second or even third tier countries, you know, these clubs that they come in, it's always very difficult. They're at, at home, so, you know, they'll okay. get all the revenue from it, from being in there, that's what's important. But against Manchester City, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's a difficult one. Was Chipperfield a left back? He was, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jimmy! Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, well that's a, and I didn't Google it, did no, I? you did not. Hey? Well, no, no, see? He's a legend, yeah. You know, he started as a, as a striker or like a number 10. He did. Uh, here for Wollongong Wolves, and then they won the title actually against Perth in a 3-3. It was an incredible game in the late 90s. Yeah, and then he lobbed yeah. over there and, and had a magnificent career. You know, he's actually considered a legend of the club of Buzzle, which is pretty special. There you go. I, I tell you what, Foz, I, I reckon I'm gunning for a spot on Stan Sport. Well, I'm just going to yeah. test him no, out here. Yeah. I'm going right. to test him out here. We can throw you on Zoom. We can oh, throw yeah. you on Zoom occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one for you, brother. Right. Liverpool playing Toulouse. Where's Toulouse? Oh, France. Well done. <laughs> oh, there you go. You I, know that because of rugby. I, I, I do a bit. I'll yeah. tell you why I know it. I've been there. I've been there. It's in the song, yeah, Dragon yeah. Song, Are You Old Enough? Yeah, but there's a massive <laughs> castle there. Have you been through that? Correct. Unreal. Yeah. Well played. Hey, um, Celtic in Group E. They haven't won a game either. They can't win one since Ange left. No. No, well, yeah. I mean, look, even under Ange, they've played amazing football. You know, it's come to expect from him. But uh, they, still, they struggled. I mean, they haven't won, I think, a group stage game um, for, you know, quite a few years now. Um, something like 27 games or something. So, um, you know, it's just, they, you know, the, the Scottish Premier League has been a really good home for Australian players going abroad at yeah. the young stage of their career and some, of course, excel like Craig Moore. It's now, thankfully, I think, really excitingly becoming a home for Australian coaches, you know. And not just, of course, Andrew and Celtic, but then uh, uh, Montgomery, who won the grand final with Central Coast last year. He's now over there as well. Yeah. Um, Kevin Muscat being talked about. So that's really great. Um, but when it comes to, you know, the level now of their clubs in Europe, they just find it incredibly difficult. Mm. I've got to say, in their first two games, they were um, very mm. unfortunate, though. You know, Celtic, they tend to go very, very close, but I just can't find mm. that, that additional, you know, ingredient they need to get that all-important win. And talking Ange, he's just going oh. game-busters in the EPL, oh, and he yeah. can't, can't do anything wrong. <laughs> That's the word. I love how yeah, he's still upset fantastic. about the 2-0 win. <laughs> took... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, God, yeah well, you gotta, obviously they're going to be a little bit up and down in terms of performance, but um, look, what he's done in the very short space of time is what's most impressive, yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, even having Spurs on top, of course, is, is phenomenal. Mm. Uh, but to do it, you know, just with only probably a month or maybe six weeks lead-in, mm. you know, rebuilding a different style of play, and still exploding from the blocks and maintaining that, you know, through the first nine games. Just fantastic. You know, there's a lot to love about Australian football at the moment. You've got yeah. Ange doing well. You've got um, 
you know, the, the Socceroos are doing well. They had a great performance last week against England, yes. of course, um, tomorrow. Could, and could have won that, weeks, couldn't we? Mm. Yeah, we could have, we could have won that. Mm. Of course, we had before. I mean, if you yeah. remember back in... 3-1, was it? They yeah. yeah, that's mm. right. That was a great... But very deep, this is a rebuilding process, and I think what Graham's doing at the moment is is exciting because you know, we're starting to see some you know better style of play from the team. You know, going at England, taking them on, even though it's predominantly young team, and then, and then you got the Matildas, of course, after the World Cup. You know, starting in the coming days uh, for their qualifiers over in Perth for next year's Olympics. So there's a lot of great stuff happening. Will they pack that out at Optus Stadium Thursday night? Yeah, they, I think they will. Yeah. Well, I was reading this morning, actually, the last time they played in Perth was only five years ago. It was in 2018. Goodness. And, and the crowd was 7,950. Okay. Now they're coming. Now they just, they all there, I guess. got three games there, and there's already over 100,000 tickets sold for those three games. There you go. Hey, Foz, as always, love chatting to you, mate. Well done. Thanks for your time. All right, guys. Pleasure. He's a ripper, Craig Foster. Stan Sport, he's an absolute expert, great follow. UEFA Champions League and Europa League start tomorrow morning.